to the losers. We made an oath. I swear. If it isn't dead. If it ever comes back. We'll come back to it. We didn't stop it. Pennywise. The clown. <laughs> we can't let it happen again. What is up, gamers? Welcome back to the Critics Podcast. I am Joseph Salamone. Uh, and I am Adam Sidorius. What is up, gamers? We're uh, joined by a very special guest today. I'm Sarah Hall, and I'm sick. Yeah, and I, I'm i also a little bit sick. Uh, so if me and Sarah are, like, coughing like crazy during this episode, we apologize. Um, but yeah, we are here today in our clown shoes to talk about yeah. we're we're talking about our clownery we're uh, here to review the latest <laughs> clown movie not joker uh it chapter two the highly anticipated movie um so sarah i know you're a really big fan of the first it right yes absolutely love the first it yeah and you too joe right like uh yeah i was a big fan of the first it uh pleasant pleasant surprise uh not pleasant. I'd say more than pleasant surprise. It's a first it, very good movie. Yeah, I remember like when the first pictures for that movie came out. I was mm-hmm. like, let's not do this. Like, mm-hmm. like just the way Pennywise looked. I was like, yeah. nah, I'm good. Like, let's let's hold back. And also, I didn't like that last movie Muschietti did, uh, Mama. Um, I know some people liked that movie, but I just didn't think it was that good. Um, so I was pretty hesitant, and then I saw it, and I thought it was genuinely fantastic. I, I thought it was a greatly entertaining movie, and had a fantastic it. Nice. Um, <laughs> and two years later, here we are with uh, it, chapter two. Uh, Andy Muschietti has come back to direct. Um, we have a whole cast of people. Um, basically, if you don't know the premise for this movie for some reason, um, it's just about the Losers Club. They're coming back to Derry. Uh, was it like 25 years later or something? Um, and 27. 27 years later. Um, this is why Sarah's on the pod. She's always like correcting Yeah. Me and I also know because that's my lucky number. Oh, nice. Uh, so they like... So they come back because uh, what Mike um, tells Wazowski. them... Yeah, yeah, Mike Wazowski, uh, Bill, Billy Crystal comes into the movie. Uh, so, like, Mike is, like, a paranoid schizophrenic in this movie and mm-hmm. is telling them, like, he just, like, rattles them all together and tells them they have to come back from Derry. And uh, we're going to start with non-spoilers at first, but then we're going to go further into spoilers a little bit later in the review. Um, but, yeah, so, like, all the people come together, and that's kind of where the movie starts. Um, with all the Losers Club back together, reuniting and finding out that Pennywise is doing his, you know, clownery all over again. So, uh, Joe, how about, uh, do you want to tell me what you thought of It Chapter 2? Um, I thought It Chapter 2 was pretty good. Uh, I thought the cast was great. Uh, I mean, everyone has said this, but Bill Hader shines in the role. He's a movie star. And um, I thought... I, I didn't think I, I didn't think it was very scary, um, and I thought it was a little too. I mean, it was a little too long, uh, but I, overall, I thought it was a pretty satisfying end to the series. And I think 
it was I, I admire how um, kind of bold it is in its presentation. It's a very it's almost like a it's like a it's like a Marvel horror movie in the sense of the scale of it and it's so large and, and grand and it's it's like a it's like an epic horror movie and we don't really see a lot of those anymore, so I was very happy to see that. Yeah, I mean it's pretty much the runtime of Endgame, basically. Mm-hmm. Like um, Sarah, what did you think of it chapter two? Yeah, I agree on uh, pretty much everything you said. Although I didn't really feel the runtime at all. It went pretty fast for me. But um, yeah, I thought it was a pretty solid um, second edition. So, <coughs> excuse me, that sort of finalized everything and definitely brought it to a bigger level. I don't think it was necessarily as good as the first one, but I think it was definitely solid enough to accompany it. Yeah, Um I think I'm kind of on the same page. Um, I, I really enjoyed this movie in the moment, like while I was watching it. Mm-hmm. And I don't necessarily have any glaring issues, like as I stand with it. Like there's nothing in particular that sticks out to me. But the further I get away from it, the less I like it. Um, not to say it's not still a solid movie. It is. I just, there's just choices that Muschietti makes and things that I thought could have been developed a little bit better. I will get more into it in spoilers, but there's just certain choices like directorial cho- choices he makes and also kind of editing choices that were just made in, you know, in post-production, I think that kind of puzzled me. Um, but, you know, it's mostly overcome by the good stuff, uh, mostly the cast, uh, because I, I think I can say that almost everyone who is cast in this movie does an excellent job as their adult loser. Um, Jessica Chastain, uh, I thought was really good as Beverly. Um, do you guys agree with that? Yes. Joe? My microphone's muted, I don't know why. She does a great job. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, James McAvoy, I thought was good. I didn't think he was necessarily great. Um, I was expecting a little bit more from him considering how good an actor James McAvoy is. Um, but I, you know, I thought he was okay. Uh, how about you guys? Like, did you, what do you think about James McAvoy? Uh, I thought he did a great job. Um, I thought it's, it is weird though. Cause it, he's, he's such a good actor that at this point, uh, whenever he plays a part, that's like really like character. Like, Cause I mean, he, he has the stutter in the film. Mm-hmm. It just felt like a, like one of his split personalities. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> Sounded like uh, Hedwig. <laughs> yeah, it was one of Hedwig's uh, sides. So I, uh, it was, yeah, but he's, I mean, he's great. So I was talking to a friend. He, I, he's one of those actors that he's so good. He's such a talented actor. And he's, but he, he, he almost exclusively does like genre pictures. He, he like, he's like, he, he very rarely does he do like independent films anymore. So I think that's impressive that he's been able to keep up his quality of performance, even though the films are so big in scale. Yeah, he's excellent. Um, just, I thought in this movie, he, I don't like. I didn't use that. I just thought I expected like a, I don't know, just more of a, a great performance. I guess. Yeah. I, yeah. He, Bill Hader is definitely the. I mean, not to jump ahead, but Bill Hader is definitely yeah. the, the the standout here, and it's it, it's he's able to steal the scene from James McAvoy. So. Uh, Sarah, yeah. did you feel the same way about James? Or. Yeah, uh, I feel like Bill is just the whole movie. He's just upset the whole time, which is understandable. Yeah. But every single scene, he's sort of acting the same way, and you can always see him like tense, and you can see some forehead veins. And it was pretty much just that from his character, which is what was asked of him to do. So I think he did a good job. But yeah, I think he was just upset and like eh, anxious the whole time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and he, I he was fine. It was just 
Yeah, I, I just, I guess, because I think even in, like in the X Men movies, like he still like manages to be like a great Professor X in those movies. Like even when the scripts aren't servicing him. Um, so I just thought I, I would get like a, a little bit more, but he he was good for what it was. Um, and but, I love finding out like when his accent slips through. I'm like, oh, there's a Scottish accent. Uh-huh. I feel like he was like trying to disguise it with the stutter at points. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, like, it was kind of obvious sometimes, like how. Uh, Nicole Kidman was uh, with her accent in Big Little Lies season two. It was a yes. little bit that sometimes, but it was kind of fun. Yeah. Um, and like Joe alluded to, uh, I think, are we all in agreement that Bill Hader is the best part of this entire movie? Absolutely. 100% yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, what a, what a, what a man. Uh, he's had such a great year. Uh, and I think I, he's a, he's a movie star. He's a, like put him in everything. He's so, so, so funny in this movie. He's so great, but he's also, he's also, you got, heart in his performance such a heartfelt performance and he's able to pull off the drama i mean we already knew that he was like talent a talented actor but it's like this just reinforces that he can he can well even when he's not in a setting that he's controlling completely he's still able to do great so yeah it was honestly like i don't know like i just thought it was really moving and he was like he sold the comedy perfectly like you totally bought that he was richie like 110 percent um, and he's even he's making your mom jokes in 2019, and I'm still laughing at them. You know, like, yeah, he's just that good. You yeah, like that shot to him where he's like, "Fuck you, dude!" Like <laughs> when he's in the um, uh, mild spoiler, when he's in the bunker and he's like, "Hey, losers!" and he just pops out. And he's like, "I'm just trying to add some levity to the situation. <laughs> Fuck me, I guess." Yeah, he's he's so good in this movie. Um, Every line is funny, yeah. except when it's sad. Yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Isaiah Mustafa is Mike. You know, I, I wasn't really expecting much from the old Spice guy, um, but I gotta say... That's who he is! Yeah, he's the... I um, knew I knew him somewhere. I can't remember if I've ever seen him in a movie before, but I thought he was surprisingly great in this. Um, I, I thought he really sold, like, the whole... He Like, you really bought the mic for all these years has just been secluded to Derry. And you can see, like, the heartbreak in his eyes when his friends don't, like, really remember or care as much as he does. Mm-hmm. And I just really liked, I like what they did with Mike in this, I mean, I know it's based on a book and everything, but I liked Mike in this movie, and I liked his performance a lot, too. Um, do you guys agree with that? Yeah. Or he felt very, like, endearing to me. And, like, yeah. if I was in that situation, I would, I was like, oh, okay, what do you need? Let me help you. Like, he just seems like a genuine kind of guy that I would just trust. And I think, yeah, he did a great job with that. Yeah. Uh, Joe, do you have a hot take for me? Or uh, Hot take? He did a pretty good job. Really good. Uh, he's got a lot of heart <laughs> to him. Um, yeah. I uh, I, did, I liked, I, I thought that was an interesting angle to go with this character. Um, and our, I, uh, I thought he did, hopefully he's the guy from It and not the guy from the Old Spice commercials now. Um, I'd like to see, I thought he actually did a really great job. I'd like to see where his career goes. Hopefully somewhere interesting, so... Um, trying to avoid spoilers here, but Andy Venus Stanley. Uh, there's not a whole <laughs> His last name is Venus. That's not his name. Uh, Mr. Bean. The, uh... <laughs> we His apologize. last name is Venus. Wait, no, 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 I said... It's just Bean. Wait, oh. Oh, wait, is it not? That's so sad, Adam. Why would you do that? 
Why would I do this? It's just Bean? I'm so... Okay. Andy Bean is. Oh. <laughs> I said Wait. Andy Bean is Stanley. Oh, and I you... thought his name... I thought... He... I thought... <laughs> just continue. I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, okay. I thought you were um, saying his last name was Venus. <laughs> anyways, he does a good uh, job. He's good for um. <laughs> damn it, Joe. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, oh god. Uh, yeah, Andy Bean, uh, Academy Award winner. Uh, he's he's great in this film. Um, do you have any hot takes for me, Sarah? <laughs> no, he was good. I thought, like, I didn't realize how much he looked like his younger counterpart until, yeah. well, spoilers, but towards this, a certain scene of his, and I was like, oh my god, they really nailed it. Like, mm-hmm. he looks just like him. Yeah, he does. Um, another one that really looks like him, I think he was quietly, other than Bill Hader, the MVP, uh, James, I'll try not to have innuendo for this one, uh, Ransom, <laughs> I think is how you pronounce it, yeah. um, as Eddie. Mm-hmm. I thought he was fantastic mm-hmm. as Eddie, and mm-hmm. he looks just like Jack Dylan Grazer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, he, yeah. Like, very, very good job. He was so funny in this role, and he had the, like, you just bought that he was still that OCD little kid, uh-huh. um, just grown up. And, like, the same eyes, the same hair, like, mm-hmm. everything. It just looked just like um, Eddie, like, from the first movie. Um, I really loved him in this. Um, yeah, and then one left is Jay Ryan as Ben. Well, there's uh, another one after this as well. Wait, who did I miss? Uh, the Jessica Chastain. Oh, <laughs> well, I did that already. We did. Yeah. What did I? What did I say about that? She's good in the movie. I think we all agreed that she was good. Oh um, yeah, your mic was muted, and then you said she's good. Oh yeah. okay, never mind. I'm sorry. <laughs> I am doing great today. Today's episode. This yeah, is our episode. best episode yet. This is. Um, but yeah, we got Jay Ryan as Ben. Um, you know, I <laughs> I didn't think he was that good in this movie. Mm. Um, I, I like Ben as a character a lot. And I think they went too much for the looks with this guy and not so much the performance. Because um, I didn't really think he was that good. Uh, his line delivery, I just thought, was a little bit flat. But uh, as far as like lookalikes go, I thought he... He looked just like, uh, like as if as if that little kid grew up to be like a supermodel, like like it, yeah, no, he was it was because like he, it was like almost for me it was like uncanny. I was like, oh my god, he has like the same exact face. Like the eyes are like identical to the younger version of himself. I was very, he, I mean, his performance and his character in specific was probably the least developed of any of them, but yeah. uh, I thought he was very very like visually. Uh, he's obviously a handsome man, but he looks just like if that kid were to grow up to be a, a supermodel. Um, what do you think, Sarah? Yeah, I agree. The looks definitely totally resemble his younger counterpart. And yeah, his performance was okay. I didn't have any real issues with it, but there wasn't a whole lot of depth there for me. But uh, there is this one part uh, in the movie where his shirt is briefly lifted up, and I could hear like a bunch of people in front of me go, oh, in the theater. <laughs> Um, that yeah i i get but i think what we can all agree on is that the casting department for this movie like they all deserve like a raise like whatever they're making now Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. they especially whoever cast bill yeah i 
genuinely. Well, bad. uh, um, the, what's the kid's name? He picked him. He handpicked him. Finn Wolfhard, yeah. Finn Wolfhard deserves a raise for picking. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what, like he handpicked Bill? They said, who do you want to, he was asked to, like, on, like, Jimmy Fallon or something, like, who do you want to play the older version of you? And he was like, I'd like Bill Hader. And then Bill Hader was like, cool. So. Yeah, Bill said, uh, I watched an interview about that, Bill said that Finn Wolfhard did that, and then he uh, talked to his agent a little bit after that, and he was like, alright, you're in talks uh, with the director <laughs> now, and then he got the part. Huh, that's interesting. Yeah, um, yeah I... I can imagine anybody else as adult Richie. Like, no, absolutely I mean, nobody. And I mean, even in all the fan casting, like, back when the first day came out, like, it was all Bill Hader. Maybe, yeah. like, CeeLo Green, but I can't really see anyone else playing that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, his acting in that video where he pretended like his phone blew up is pretty spectacular. Yeah, I mean, but other than that. Um, yeah, I thought, I, honestly, I thought everyone, other than maybe Ben, was really good in the movie. And the cat, like, just, like, resemblance-wise, it was all top-notch. The only other casting I heard that I, like, want, like, I thought, um, someone said Sterling K. Brown is Mike, and I was like, oh, that would have been really good, but... It would, but I feel like, um... Sterling's like on too much of a hot streak right now, and that's mm-hmm. almost too little of a performance for him. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. I know people were like wanting Chris Pratt as a uh, Ben. No, and I, I was don't, like, no, I don't, sure. yeah, don't cast Chris Pratt in anything from now on. It's annoying. Sorry, <laughs> I My agree. Jumped out. <laughs> <laughs> um, I honestly, I would have liked to see Daniel Day Lewis as Stanley. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but. They Robert are... Downey Jr. as Pennywise would have been, I think, interesting <laughs> to see. Um, yeah. So, do you guys have any, like, specific issues you had with the film? Like, well, I guess not too specific, but just before we jump to spoilers, like, any specific things you had problems with that you wanted to get out of the way? Like, why you maybe didn't like this movie as much as the first one? Well, my main thing is clowns are not supposed to be scary, and I don't, I, I don't know... <laughs> Who let that slip in the... I don't know what a continuity error that was, but... No, um, my main <laughs> issue... Uh, the film, I thought, it just isn't... It doesn't have, like, the... It, it has the same energy as the first one, and it fits nicely with the first movie. It's just not as tight as the first film is. Yeah. And I think... It's I, I think it's a I, it, it, there's it upsets me that the kid that they all split up because I think the the dinner table scene at the beginning is one of my favorite scenes in the movie it because is, yeah, all, the, all the cash really meshes well together and most of the movie they're apart and I thought um and I also thought um fuck, what's his name uh Ben's story with uh with um Beverly I thought wasn't it was developed so nicely that love triangle was developed so nicely in the first film and this kind of seemed like it was an afterthought. Right. Um, and then uh, my other problems are like spoilery. So, <laughs> uh, so do you have like any non-spoilery issues? Yeah, I mean, along with with what you were saying towards the beginning, like there was some weird editing and directing choices. But overall, yeah, that, yeah there's that as well. I agree. Yeah, I don't think the writing was quite as good as in the first one, and I think that has to do with the fact that Kerry Fukunaga wasn't a co-writer on this, like he was for the first one, and yeah. everything he does is incredible. So yeah. I feel like that's probably the reason. I think um, that's a take we can all agree with that Kerry Fukunaga yeah. is incredible. Amazing. He sucks. Uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. He's great in pretty much everything he does. Even Maniac. If you haven't seen Maniac yet, please watch it. And True Detective season one. Yeah, probably. That's, that's my favorite off. like piece of television of all time. So. Same. Hard yeah. same. Yeah. Any Jane Eyre heads out there? <laughs> <laughs> um. <clears throat> yeah. So, 
Any last thoughts real quick? Uh, it's a fun movie. Um, go see it with your mom. Um, yeah, if you if your mom likes clowns, mm-hmm. or you know, if you know a clown, take a clown to go see this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, take your ex to go see it, Chapter Two. And uh, I was, oh, yeah. <laughs> I was, I was, you know, uh, I saw the Joker trailer, and I realized that we we're kind of we we're all clowns, you know. And I think <laughs> it's weird because you know, back in the day, to to produce a killer clown, you had to throw him in acid, but uh, now you just throw Pennywise into society, and he starts killing it. <laughs> There's something really compelling about that. Um, so before we ju- <laughs> before we <laughs> jump to spoilers, uh, out of ten, what would you guys give this movie? Um, a seven point five. Uh, just like just like Moonlight. So- <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> no, no, he loves Moonlight now. It's just he fell asleep during Moonlight the first time we saw it. If I fall asleep in a movie, I just always I go to a seven point five. I fall asleep in Moonlight. <laughs> And I had to write a review for it, and I gave it oh, a 7.5 out of 10. Oh, no. Um, well, I originally gave it an 8, but I now that I think about it, it's probably more of like a 7, 7.5. And honestly, if Bill Hader wasn't in it, probably a 6. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, I Hot take, uh, Southern Mud 10 as well. Uh, it's, Adam. It's, it's pretty good. Uh, Adam, I, I yeah. And like hot takes get clicks and stuff, but at a certain point, you're just being outrageous. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, so, like I said earlier, we're gonna go to spoilers now. So if you have not seen it, chapter two yet, uh, either turn get this off fuck or off the podcast. Yeah, I mean, I know no one listens to our podcast anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but on the off chance someone found this, to is our it out? One... Is it out in Sweden yet? <laughs> yeah, I was about to say to our one Swedish listener. Oh, should I bring up the stats real quick? Because we've gotten a lot of new listeners lately in very unexpected really? places. Yeah, we got uh, we have a one listener in the UK. Um, we have... I, think, I think that's my friend Lawson. He lives in the UK. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, if you're listening, hi, Lawson. Uh, we have one in Portugal. Do you know anyone in Portugal? No, I don't. <laughs> and we have two in Canada. Um, so, yeah, to our Swedish... Uh, our Portugal people, or Canadians friends, uh, if you have not seen It's Chapter 2 yet, uh, turn off the pod. Uh, or just keep listening, you know, if you want to help us out. Um, so the film, okay, yeah. So this is what's hearing a lot of controversy right now. It starts off with a really disturbing sequence mm-hmm. um, where, it's Xavier Dolan, right? The guy? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, he is, I, basically he's at the Dairy Carnival and he is beaten almost to death and then thrown off a bridge oh because he's gay uh and his partner is you know like frantically looking for him and then pennywise eats him alive um and there's been like a lot of controversy about this opening scene um saying you know that the film doesn't really justify it as it moves along and it kind of like loses track of its you know gay representation um i have not read the book so i can't really speak to like how the book handles it i just i can also just kind of agree with people's sentiments uh i still like the movie but i did find this scene to be kind of unnecessary um i saw a tweet earlier today that kind of compared it to how they cut out the kid orgy from the first movie like if you're not gonna like actually take the time to develop the nuance of the situation and have it worthy to be in the movie you know why keep it in mm-hmm. Um, do either of you guys like have a different take or? Um, 
I, I, I haven't read the book. I've heard the, the scene is from the book. Um, I just thought that it was... Um, that's an odd cold open to a movie. I, um, yeah. That doesn't... I mean, like, what, Pager's character kind of gets into that territory, but it's... I, I don't think... I didn't think it was necessary, and I mean, I'm... I'm I'm not one to be like like super offended easily, but I thought the scene was just it just it was it just kind of left me feeling uncomfortable because there's nothing it's never referenced again. So yeah, it just seems like if you wanted to have a like there's no reason that the the scene with the little girl under the stadium under the, the um, bleachers couldn't have also been the opening to the movie. You know, it did like it, nothing in the film justified it being there. Um, so I uh, I kind of understand why people were upset by the scene. So, but I've never read the book, so. Uh, Sarah, what did you yeah. think of the opening? Yeah, I agree with both of you, but I also wish there would have been some sort of warning. And I know that it probably wouldn't have fit. And obviously it's kind of played for shock value. So that wouldn't have fl- uh, flown with it. But uh, I know people on Twitter are definitely warning other people about it. And I think it's important to know that that's something that's going to happen. If uh, that's something that you don't want to see. Yeah. yeah, I completely agree with that because like it, it's really violent too. Like it, they yeah. don't hold back with like the violence of it. Yeah, that's um, the one, that's the part that like had me cringing the most, like for sure. And then like the victim of the scene is the one that gets eaten by Pennywise. So yeah, exactly. That's what really like left me unsettled. Like I, I just thought it was, I don't. It was just a lot to handle, and they just didn't really justify it by the end. And I mean, um, if, if, if the rest of the film kind of held that really stark, dark tone. I would maybe be more more uh, more forgiving, I guess. But the film, yeah. the rest of the film was pretty not light, but it's a very more adventure, like getting the gang back together almost. And it's like we get this. We the movie opens with a hate crime. So yeah. yeah. Um. So after that, we're kind of picked up. Uh, like we kind of venture and see what all the other losers are doing. Um, it's all pretty like standard. Uh, like. Richie is like a famous comedian now. Um, uh, Eddie, <laughs> he's like married to like a woman just like his mom, which I uh-huh. thought was really funny. Uh, ben, isn't he like an architecture person? Like he's an architect or something like that? Um, he's some kind yeah. of big he's CEO. Successful. Yeah, he, yeah, that's all you need to know, really. Uh, yeah, that's a common thread throughout all of them. Yeah, yeah they, Mike, all, they have all done super well for themselves. Yeah. Yeah, Mike is just still living in Derry. Yeah. Um, you don't really get to know much about Stanley before he does this thing. Um, and then Beverly, I, she kind of married Rich, and mm-hmm. Bill is a famous writer who can't write endings to his books, much like uh, the great Stephen King. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, like, you kind of just go through, like, a quick montage of all that. Not a montage, but you kind of quickly go through everyone. Um, and then... Uh, Mike calls all of them and tells them what's up. And this is just kind of an excuse to get everyone in Derry. Like, it kind of feels like they're fast-forwarding through all the motions just to get everyone back. Um, did you guys, like, have any thoughts on, like, where they ended up, like, the characters? Like, like as far as uh, 27 years later? Um, the one thing I didn't get was there's a there's a line there where uh, he, Bill Hader's character is like I don't write my own act and I just thought I was like I was just confused by that I was like oh because it's never really brought up again and I was like I would like to think that Richie writes his own act and that is it's better than just masturbation jokes yeah <laughs> that's why I gave um, this movie a zero out of ten 
<laughs> uh, although, like, he totally sold that, though. Like, he he does seem like a comedian that, like, I don't know, that, like, tells those jokes. Um, I just, I, I don't know. I just think Richie, you know, I, he's such a quick-witted fellow, you know? Yeah. I just, I'm a skinny white guy who wears glasses, who's interested in comedy, and I just would hope that he would do better for himself. Joe needs representation in media. Is I'm anyone else going to get on my side for this one? I feel like you guys are on the other side. Of the... <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you guys um, aren't agreeing. <laughs> no, I agree with you, Joe. I want you to have representation. Exactly. Um, I, if I if I can't watch, you know, when is the, when is a Marvel movie going to come out that empowers me? You know. <laughs> uh, Sarah, do you have any hot takes for me, or just kind of you're cool with like everything that happened? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I as far as I know, it's pretty faithful to the book. Right. Uh, I also thought maybe I'm wrong in this, but I also thought that Richie was a voice actor, like in in the book or in the previous it. And I was like, oh, that makes sense because Bill Hader does a bunch of voices and impressions, and they didn't really seem to bring that into it at all. Mm-hmm. So I think that might have been cool to see. Um, I didn't know. I thought the book was supposed to be long, but I guess it's only two chapters. <laughs> Wait, is it? <laughs> well, I mean, this is called it chapter two. Oh, so sorry, I, I, guys. <laughs> it has been a long day at work. <laughs> Joe's wit is unmatched for me. See? Um, this is why he deserves a career in comedy. He, yeah. he should be the next white boy of the month. Um, so I'd be honored, Twitter, to be the white boy of the month. So it kind of ends the montage with um, Stanley killing himself, which you don't really understand. I mean, you kind of just assume like that he's just too scared to face Pennywise, but it, which he is. But there's like more to it that you find out later. Um, mm-hmm. But we kind of quickly go back uh, to Derry and there's this really great sequence in a Chinese restaurant between all the losers reuniting. Um, I'll just say this is my favorite part of the entire movie. It is delightful and it's the part where you really feel like these adults are the kids you saw in the first movie. Um, How did you guys feel about this scene? Yeah, it's my favorite scene in the movie. It's great. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, I, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I just thought I just loved like the dialogue and like mm-hmm. the camera work. I thought was really good, like the way it was like going from person to person, and it reminded me of the dinner scene from the farewell. Um... <laughs> yeah, they were talking about very important cultural issues. As yeah, well. <laughs> it was just the the plate was spinning in the middle too. Um, Bill yeah. Hader did one of his uh, voices in the scene. I thought that was nice um, to hear. Oh, the job of the hut. Yeah, that that was nice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I just, I thought this scene was lovely, like, really. And then also, just him freaking out on the kid. Uh, yeah, that was great. Yeah, I want that to be, like, a meme on Twitter in a few months. Yeah, I feel like I've seen scenes like that before, but Bill Hader really sells it and makes it funny. And yeah. also, the dinner scene was the one scene that I saw before the movie, because I went to go see the It Chapter 1 about a month ago in theaters, and they played mm. that scene at the end of it. So I got to see the little bit in advance. Oh, that's cool. Oh. Yeah, everyone keeps telling me that, and I just, I, it seemed, and they played it at Comic Con, like, too. Mm-hmm. So it seems like this was, like, the scene they were really pimping out to, like, sell people on the cast, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and they cut it right before the eggs cracked. Or oh. The fortune cookies cracked. Gotcha. I, okay. went yep. to, I went to see the movie, and they played the scene as well, so. That's good. That's good. Yeah. They didn't leave it out of the, I'm firing, <laughs> uh, I'm just throwing out 10 out of 10 jokes today, guys. Um, Adam's gonna kick me off this podcast. <laughs> it's as much yours as it is mine. Um, so yeah, after this, we uh, we kind of this is where I think the film kind of goes downhill for me. 
Um, it's uh, you kind of have to go through each character has to go. I mean, there's a lot more. Obviously, they explain a lot. Like Mike finds out that there's a way to defeat Pennywise that involves some kind of sacrifice and mm-hmm. getting these artifacts. Or I honestly, I don't know. I didn't. It, it was really dense, and I was already starting to fill the runtime at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's something to do with you got to get these artifacts. So each of the losers split up, and uh, each I'm not going to go to each individual one because that would be longer than the movie itself. Um, but this is where I thought that the movie really suffered. Um, I really didn't like this aspect of the film. In fact, I thought you could have easily cut it into a montage of like, and make it secluded 10 minutes of all, all of them doing it or whatever. And it would have been just fine. And you could have cut the movie by like 20, 30 minutes and it would have been better for it. Um, I, I, I know for any Stephen King fans out there listening that you're probably yelling at me right now. And I, I understand, but there's a lot of the first movie cut out too, and the first movie turned out pretty good, you know? Um, do you guys have any different takes, or do you kind of maybe feel the same way? No, I, I agree. Um, I think it's, uh, yeah, it's definitely, um, though I thought it, it just, it, it, it really slows the momentum of the film down, and it's kind of, like, every single sequence is the same. It's just like, oh, they go, and they remember, and then something scary happens in the present that reflects what happened in the past. Um, and I do think it could have been a montage. Um, and I don't, yeah, I just, it was just odd because it's like a lot of the stuff like with like the, like the, like the treehouse thing, not the treehouse, the like the, they're like secret lair and stuff. None of that happened in the first movie and it wasn't alluded to. So it was just odd to like try to add story to the first one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the, uh, what do you call it? Like the de-aging I thought was, oh okay. my God, it was okay at some points, but on, especially on Finn Wolfhard, I was like, oh my God. It was it was weird. <laughs> like, yeah. Was okay. Weird. The one scene where they're in the underground bunker looked horrible. But yeah, then after yeah. that, it was completely fine, and I was like, "Oh yeah, it looks like Finn Wolfhard in the first it." But in that scene specifically, I don't know if it was because of the low lighting or whatever. But I was like, "How did this get through?" Like, how, it, oh my god, yeah. Every it, time it like hit him, it looked like they didn't clean the lens. Like it looked <sighs> terrible. Like on it, like and the ADR was awful. Like yeah. it literally laughably bad. Um, yeah, I just, I, I didn't really like that. And, and also, that's another thing. I didn't need all the flashbacks in this movie. Maybe the ones with Richie where you kind of understand, like. Yeah. But, I mean, that entire treehouse thing, or the bunker thing, and, like, like, there's a lot in the movie that I just didn't really find necessary. Um, yeah, there, we already know that they were friends when they were kids and that they were really close. We don't really need more to that. We had a whole other, other movie that told us that. Or like that scene with uh, Ben and Beverly in the classroom, and they're like, "Oh, I hope we don't split apart." Like, yeah, well, we get it. Like, <laughs> why? Why are we doing this? Like, that just didn't work for me. Um, and this, and coincidentally, or not coincidentally, like this, all a lot of these flashbacks happen in the middle of the movie, where I find most of my issues, like between the flashbacks and just all the scenes, like with the losers getting their artifacts. I just thought were unnecessary. And yet, it's the big thing that draws them together at the end, so you kind of need it. And I don't know how you would do it otherwise. I just—it's just my complaint, you know. I just—I don't—I don't want it in there, but I don't know what you do instead, you know. Yeah, I—I I agree, <clears throat> but I haven't really liked Beverly and Richie's scenes. Especially loved, Beverly's, that was great. Yeah, I loved Richie's a lot. Like, it's not only because it, uh, you know, gave a. Uh, 
it's alluded to Pennywise as a great rapper. Mm-hmm. Um, but, <laughs> uh, but I, I thought that was really powerful and like, cause you start to understand like at that point that, mm-hmm. you know, about his character and yeah, I, I, I liked Bill's part in this because I liked, uh, the thing with the sewer and it establishes his relationship with the kid. Um, and also that little bit with Georgie, I thought was pretty cool. Mm. Um, yeah. So after that, I liked. This is one of my favorite parts of the movie is the uh, the funhouse scene where he's chasing the kid. Yeah. Into the uh, into the funhouse, and he's like he trying. Fucking dies. He <laughs> fucking pops like a berry. It's yeah. it's really. Uh, I wasn't expecting it. Um, and I guess maybe to go back a little bit, the the little girl too. I thought that was really heartbreaking like yeah. she was such a cute girl and like and she just he just fucking ate her face off <laughs> was frosting too i would have been out of there the second i saw a, a light flash mm-hmm. also can we just I talk mean, about oh, like I, I wouldn't have even gone because sports are just unbearable to watch so um <clears throat> yeah i <laughs> i like that this movie establishes that Pennywise is like an old washed up clown that no one's scared of anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> like he's like, no one wants to play with me anymore. Like, I, 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 I think funny. I related to that a lot, you know? Yeah, it, it, it's he's very much a uh, symbol for white men in America. Yeah, no one um, his jokes, no one wants to play with him. <laughs> I mean, it, it's society has pushed him to that point. I can't blame him, you know? He traumatizes everybody. And this movie, cool. My Black Panther, it really... <laughs> uh okay uh so yeah another thing that i didn't really like in this movie was uh henry bowers coming back um yeah that was weird i i again i know for anyone listening that read the book you're screaming it's in the book yeah i know sure but like it just was goofy in the movie it's the goofy movie uh, it just it didn't work for me, like at all. Like I thought it was it's stupid. The only thought that I, part that I thought was funny was when Bill Hader's like, get a, like it's get rid of your mullet, dude. It's like mm-hmm. 2019 or whatever. Like no, uh, Bill Hader doesn't say that. Oh, Eddie. is it Eddie or Richie? Eddie or Eddie, Eddie. Yeah, um, yeah. I just I didn't like that at all. Uh, do you guys agree with that? Yeah, I think it was just in there for the casting department to flex on how well they cast the older version of him. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, doesn't he totally look like the younger one? But yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just... he The casting was fine. It was just the writing for the character and what he did. And he ultimately served no purpose for the movie. Like, yeah. once he goes... Like, once he dies, it's like, okay. Like, so what was the point? Um, so after that, we... Uh, I, I like how we go back to the Nebel house in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I like how in this movie... Like you, uh, and they bring back the like the doors, like scary, not scary. Mm-hmm. Um, like, yeah, and they did it so well. Bill Hader and James mm-hmm. Ransom really sell it. Yeah, they're great in that scene, in the scene oh. with the dog. Um, yeah, you know what? I, I gotta say, I wasn't scared in this movie, but that jump scare actually got me when the dog, <laughs> like, I, like, I saw it coming, but the sound was so loud in my theater that it made me jump. Um, yeah, I, I love that they go back to the Nebo house and. Uh, they pretty quickly. I think this Pennywise battle goes by pretty quick. Um, he turns into like what a giant spider or something. Yeah. Uh, pretty cool visually, but maybe thematically didn't completely work for me. 
Um, do you guys? How did you guys like feel about this climax? Um, I thought it was. Uh, I mean, it's nice to see um, a horror movie get this big and weird, you know. Yeah. Uh, and I, uh, I, I, I thought, yeah, visually it was pretty uh, interesting. I have a couple problems with like the execution of it. I thought, uh, I thought it was dumb the way Eddie dies. I thought it was dumb. I'm just tired of like <gasps> that. Did I spoil the? Adam and I are gonna start crying. No, like, how dare you? No, I was sad when he died. I'm just saying how they did it. I thought was dumb. Like the whole, like I'm just tired of that trope where they're like, "I did it. I killed him," and he's like, Psh, "Actually, you're dead." Like that whole thing. Just okay. I was sad when he died, and I thought the performance was great with Bill Hader and him. But I'm saying the way they physically kill him, I thought was that just that I was like, "Oh, he's gonna die," you know? Yeah. Um, Man, no, I'm just doing great today. <laughs> Me and Sarah were collectively sobbing during this part. Yeah. You guys um, saw it at different times, and you guys, it, was, it was a collective sob. It was like the four. Midsummer. It was like the last Jedi when they were like force connecting. Like we were crying together, like at different moments and places. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. It was, it was the Midsummer group cry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We were in the parking lot, just on the ground doing it. Yeah, um, I had to keep it together because I was driving uh, three different people. And then yeah. as soon as I got back to my apartment, I let it all go. <laughs> yeah, I, it really got me. Um, I didn't think this, especially with how out. I was, yeah, as, like, especially like with how I was feeling about the movie in the middle act. Like I was like, oh, I don't know if this movie is going to get to me as much as I thought it would. And then the ending fucking crushed me. Like it, it really did. <laughs> like, and not even just Eddie's death. Um, I thought... Well, I mean, not to jump ahead, uh, but the scene with them in the lake at the end. Oh, I, my I was, God. Yeah, we'll get to that. That yeah. destroyed me. Yeah, I didn't really but, like that scene, but... <laughs> you didn't? Well, I just... A certain part of that scene. We'll, we'll, we'll get to it in a second. Yeah, um, yeah. But Pennywise, I, just like in the original movie, uh, the way... I mean, he did, it's not like the original movie, but... Just like how he does die in the original movie, it's really fucking stupid. Yeah, um, you're a you're a clown. <laughs> you're a stupid little clown. You made you a little baby. What didn't Bill, Bill Hader say? You're a sloppy bitch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I uh, I and he literally fucking turns into a baby and just like, I I don't know. Like, was do you guys know if this was in the book or not? Like, where he turns into a baby. I don't or, know. Uh, um, I, I would like original. to imagine that it's like they're like, oh, what's in on Twitter right now? I'm baby and like I'm a clown, so we'll just put that into one. Put on your People clown talk shoes. About it. Text your ex, you clown. <laughs> yeah, the clown knows. I bet. Honestly, if I was in terms of marketing at Warner Brothers, I would have totally tapped into both of those things for the marketing of this movie. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I thought that was really goofy. The the way they did that, like just. I don't know, just like the visual of Pennywise baby. Yeah, I can't wait for really that to come out. Cheesy. Two things. I want you to face up that, Sarah. Uh, oh, Pennywise I will. Baby. Yeah, I'm on it. And I just want to caption it like, I'm baby. Like, when, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> when it comes out on Blu-ray. Um, so, yeah, once they, like, kill him by, like, squishing his heart or whatever, um, they quickly run out of the house, it explodes, and that's when the tears started for me when... Richie is like watching the house burn down that he's in. Um, and then I guess this is where the debate happens. Uh, we go to the lake where after Bill Hader starts like sobbing and they all start hugging each other. I just was, I was bawling. Like I was like, it was too much for me to handle at that moment. 
Um, yeah. Just between Bill Hader's performance and just like the just the imagery of them all hugging and like they're so close to each other, like gripping each other really tightly, like as if they're never gonna like lose contact again. Like it just really got me, um, and it makes me frustrated that I didn't like other parts of this movie because yeah. that moment hit so hard, you know. Um, but Joe, state your case, I guess. Um, I liked that part of the scene. What I didn't like is when they jumped in. It was so cheesy. The dialogue was like, you know, Eddie probably would have hated this. You know, he was always he was always looking out for us. He was the best man. Like I just thought that dialogue was really cheesy. But the moment when they hug is really nice. So, I re- yeah, I I guess maybe I agree. But at the same time, I'm offended by you. Um, <laughs> uh, what are you so- triggered? Yeah, I, I am. I'm a yes. I am triggered. Welcome back to the liberal podcast. <laughs> this is the future liberals one. Um, <laughs> the left has won with this movie, so <laughs> it's over. Uh, Sarah, what did like? What killed you about this part? Like, well, did you like cry around the same part I did? Um, it was hard for me to focus on everything after Eddie got stabbed, basically, because I was just crying the entire time, right. and like anything that made that scene more like seeing the part where Bill Hader cried like I literally felt it in my soul it just like it just crushed watching Bill Hader cry I didn't know how like upsetting it would be but it's kind of like watching your dad cry mm-hmm. and which is like oh god no and it, that just twists in the knife in and yeah I couldn't I literally couldn't focus on anything else because I was just crying about Eddie and Richie the whole time yeah I I agree um and I guess to wrap it up, the ending to this movie I thought was also pretty emotional. Um, when it was like reading Stanley's letter over, you know, them like leaving Derry again, uh, that really got to me. I think that's also part of the music. Um, I don't know who does the music for this movie. Uh, okay, Benjamin Walfish, I guess his name is. Um, I thought the score for this movie was great. It's pronounced and, Hans Zimmer, Adam. Yeah, oh, um, my bad. Uh, Ludwig Go- Johansson or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, like, I, I thought the music was beautiful, and that scene where they're all, like, driving away at the end, mm. it just really got me. Um, so, yeah, I, I really... Yo, I, this guy did Blade Runner 2049. I didn't oh, know did he really? Yeah. Um, Good for him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we... That's, I guess that's it. I mean, it's it's a mixed movie with in this pod insights mixed reactions. Um, it, it's good, not great. Uh, there are parts of it that really got to me emotionally and other parts that I thought were just unnecessary to underdeveloped, just not good. Um, but for the most part, I'd still say it's a solid movie. Um, do you have any also, he also did Serenity and Hellboy, so he's a very stacked. <gasps> Hellboy. <laughs> Uh, for any Hellboy heads out there, <laughs> um, for any Serenity heads out there, all this—I mean, you can just say to the human race out there, because I think we're all Serenity heads. We're uh, Serenity heads first and foremost. Human <laughs> um, so, do you guys have any final thoughts on It Chapter Two before we close up? Um, um, I thought into It Chapter Two was a big, fun, um, heartfelt romp. Uh, <laughs> in dairy um i think stephen king is a cocaine addled uh writer and i think trying to adapt his work is really tough um 
and I was glad that the they, they gave it the old college try with this one. Um, and I'm very excited to see Doctor Sleep. Uh, this movie is a lot of fun. The performances are great. Uh, Seven point five out of ten. Yeah. Um, and also, can we just say Stephen King should not cameo in his own movies ever? Yeah, what I think that it should actor. just be Stephen King. <laughs> Stephen I think King that should be the, that should be the move. My friend yeah. was like, they're gonna start doing that, like how they did with Stan Lee cameos. It's gonna be Stephen King cameos now. Oh Jesus! Um, I think that would be fun. Dude, what are the odds he shows up in Doctor Sleep and he's like, I can't even think of what he'd say. Never mind. I think <laughs> don't even listen to me. That movie looks good. <laughs> yeah, it looks really solid. Um, and also, it's like the there's so many Stephen King adaptations now. So there's gonna you know there's gonna be like a Cujo soon or Pet or Cemetery a... fucking sucked. The new one. I don't know if you saw it. Awful. Bad. Yeah. Very bad. Worst movie of the year. Your dad was genuinely. so bad in it, too. I can't think of a more boring performance. Uh-huh. He was um, like a piece of cardboard. You have not seen the new 47 Meters Down. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that has the worst performances I've seen maybe in the last five years. Um, yeah, this movie... What is uh, the worst performance in the last five years? I gotta think about that. It honestly might be the uh, like Stallone's daughter in 47 <laughs> Meters Down. Uh, it, it's truly an awful performance that you just have to see to believe. Um, so yeah, I guess that's it on a chapter two. Um, solid movie, uh, worth your time if you're a fan of the first movie. Um, I think sure... Florence Pugh was probably the worst performance in the last five years. <laughs> uh, he's just uh, doing hot takes today, guys. Best performance of the year. Totally kidding. <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, Sarah, where can everyone find you online? You can find me on Twitter at Sarah underscore H-A-I-I, and my letterbox is Moonrise Kingdom. Uh, Joe? You, you can find me in your DMs. No, you can find me <laughs> at Joseph underscore Ceremony on most platforms. Uh, you can find me at Adam J. Sidarius on Twitter and Adam Sidarius at Letterboxd. Um, yeah, so thank you, Sarah, for coming on. Uh, my pleasure. I'm sure we'll have you back for the next uh, horror movie. Uh, Joe the visits the of <laughs> uh, Sonic the Hedgehog comes out pretty soon, so yeah, we'll have you on for that. We'll have Sarah uh, for Spies in Disguise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we didn't tell Sarah. We're going to be shooting meth for Spies in Disguise. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, but yeah, we'll be back soon, gamers. Uh, you can check out the latest <laughs> and greatest uh, reviews on critics.com. <laughs> um, so I'm about Spies in Disguise, and I'm laughing. Uh, so, yeah, we'll be back soon. Uh, I don't even know what's coming up next. Uh, Ad Astra looks pretty good. So Apparently, we... the Goldfinch is terrible. It has a 0% Rotten Tomatoes. Their embargo just broke Whoa. while, we were, while we were filming this. The review reviews are pouring out. It's supposed to be terrible. So You heard it here first, folks. It looks so good. Yeah, I, I already have my tickets picked out for it. I was very... I was... Did, didn't Roger Deakins do the cinematography? Yeah, the Deakins shot it. What? The Deeks. It's my top. It's my top. Men- my top store. What was it called? Moments on Twitter. Film critics aren't holding back on their thoughts about the Goldfinch. Well, uh, well, we'll be back with the review next. <laughs> yeah. We'll be back next week with the Goldfinch review. Uh, so until next time, gamers, uh, stay Goldfinching and goodbye. <laughs>